What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes, your host, TJ Plogger and Mike Warfield. Today's topic is tea time with the boys. So what's going on, guys? How's everyone doing? Hey, how's it going, Mike? What's up, Tuck? Nice seeing you. Francesco, nice meeting you, man. How are you, brother? Not bad, brother. How you guys doing today? Not too shabby, not too shabby. TJ, how you holding up from uh, yeah. WrestleMania? Dude, I'm, I'm good. I'm more fucking sick from this goddamn stomach flu, man. I, I tell you, it, I, I probably lost about 10 pounds. No joke. Yeah, we want to apologize to everyone that was uh, looking forward to that one episode that we were about to talk about WrestleMania. Uh, TJ and his entire family did have the stomach bug, so I can vouch for that. So, again, we're, we apologize for that, but now we're back. So, today, it's kind of one of those things that it's just general discussion with everyone. Um, talk about WrestleMania, talk about, you know, the trades and kind of, especially with that fucking draft. The Devils getting the draft pick, fuck off. Anyway. Uh, Mike, I, I just want let, let, let's start off with the whole WWE fans thing. I know this is a hockey podcast, but we have to talk about WWE fans, okay? So nothing made me laugh more than watching fucking grown-ass men my age walking around with WWE titles all fucking day. Like, access and fucking mania, dude. It was It was ridiculous. Does it make you feel like you need to do that within the next 20 years? No, it made me want to fucking challenge him for the belt right there. <laughs> did you ask the RKO anyone? It really did. Like, <laughs> it, it made me want to, like, fight somebody. Wait, question. Now, were you pumped seeing John Cena come out old school, John Cena? Yes, I was pumped. So was, so was Landon. It was funny because it was – it was almost like I knew an old an, an old wrestler I thought was going to come out. Yeah. Right? So I was like, it's either going to be Cena, The Rock, or Stone Cold, or The Undertaker. And as soon as, as soon as his music hit, I was fucking going nuts with Landon. And then when he came out and said he turned heel, people don't know, heel's a bad guy. I, Landon, me and Landon were like, oh, no, no fucking way. <laughs> Because that never happens with John Cena. Never. That's like and when I, he I, first and, came out is when he was the bad guy. Oh, for sure. And then when he fucking came out and he got the he got a loud pop, loud pop for being the way he was right there. More than what he gets, you know, when he's, you know, regular John Cena, you got the crowd saying, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Nobody was chanting that at all. Fuck no, you can't, man. That's old school ways. That's literally like what you said. The forty-year-old men walk around with the fucking belts. That's what they were getting a fucking hard on off of that night. Oh, for sure. And they're you know, another rubbing one out to that. I, like I get it, man. I, I people like to have fun and dress up. You know, people are dressed up as Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, Gold Dust. You know, Razor Ramon. But you know, Landon, Landon, I shit you not, and it's funny. Landon says to me while the national anthem's going on, he's like, "Dad, I got to go to the bathroom." So I take him to the bathroom. I'm standing there. And you know when you feel when someone's, like, right behind you? So I'm standing there, and this fucking guy comes up to me dressed in fucking Kane's outfit, you know, with fucking face paint on, right, just staring at me. And I yeah, look. I go, dude, nuts in the stomach. Yeah, I'm like, dude, if, you're, if you want to get fucked up, just, just try something. And he's like, what? And I go, get the fuck away from me. Like, you're a fucking weirdo. And then Atlanta comes out. Right, Landon comes out, and I shit you not, and he does the John Cena at him, right, and then he does the fucking rock, says just bring it to the fucking game to this grown ass man in the bathroom. <laughs> Can you imagine just like going back to your seat after that, just trying to process everything, honey? 
uh, and his wife probably looks like China. For oh, you guys for don't sure. know what China looks like, she, you know, she worked with DX. Uh, she's a man, basically. Let's put it that way. So he probably went back to her. She's probably like, honey, I almost fought a fucking 11 year old kid and a 40 year old man. Would have been worth yeah. it. Like, fuck, man. But yeah, it was, it was, it was to the point where, like, it was embarrassing to see these grown ass fucking men carrying belts around. It, it, it really was. Almost as embarrassing like, I'm a, as I'm a huge fan. Like I'm a huge fan. Like Frankie's a huge fan. You know, King's a fucking huge fan. There's no fucking way I'm carrying around a fucking belt. It's it, it's literally almost as embarrassing as like Sean Avery's like Instagram. Dude, that Don't shit that shit gets me rolling. Frankie, you're a Rangers fan. How do you feel about that? Ah. Uh. I was never even a big Sean Avery guy, man, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, he's just a special dude. I mean, never, never a huge fan, you know, never a huge fan of the antics, you know, the uh, Martin Bro door sticks in the face stuff. And now, not, not a huge uh, Avery see, guy. Like, do you ever watch any of his social media? Uh, to be honest, I don't have a whole bunch of time for the social media with a baby right about now, but uh, I can only imagine. The nightmare that is Sean Avery's social media content. People in the bike lane because they park there. That's his highlights for the day. And smoking cancer sticks. Oh. I mean, 10 years after the fact. Hello. Frank, you there? Sounds like a robot orgy right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Hello. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sorry, you, you literally were like in and out of a tunnel almost sounded like there. But it's one of those things that as a, even if you played as a professional athlete, you should hold yourself to a certain standard to not be a fucking douche. Like, put it this way, like, no, I'm not trying to disrespect any New Yorkers, but a lot of people think like New Yorkers, you know, they have that attitude. They have like that, like no bullshit attitude, right? But, like, he just brings to the table a whole different type of ball game. Like, he's just a fucking cocksucker. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking pigeon. And, yeah. uh, like, he, he, he's relevant for what fucking reason? Because he was a fucking dick in the NHL? Yeah, that's great. I could be a dick in the NHL and still get paid like, more, probably. Pay me, millions, pay me millions to fucking be an asshole. And, like, he holds himself like he's a fucking rebel. Like, if you saw that video with him and Biz, like... You know, oh, if I if I was in an elevator with torts, I wouldn't go out of my way to fucking talk to him or pop. like what? Yeah, he literally acts like he has like a thirteen inch cock, like just yeah. ready to just whip it out at any time. In reality, he probably wears whitey tutties as mom still packs them. Like, settle down, Dude, Sean. He fucking settle buttons his down. top button on his goddamn shirts, bro. Come on, he probably still wears turtlenecks on the ice. He's that guy. It's just I, I just I can't I can't fathom. The fact that you're going around fucking New York City and taking videos and yelling at people. You he, t- by the time you take that video, you could have fucking rode around the fucking car or the truck and been on your way. Avery was but because that- you're Sean, but you're Sean Avery. Just because you're Sean Avery, you can go around making videos and making fun of people. Avery was that kid growing up that everyone hated that picked either number one ninety nine or number zero. And everyone would be like, what a fucking faggot. And he'd walk around, probably acting like he's Gretzky. Everyone looked at him like he had fucking stone hands. Like, fucking Sean Avery, man. Like, joke. Anyway, man. 
King Allentown, legend slash icon, ladies and gentlemen. What is on? What's going on, man? Yeah, I wasn't having any technical difficulties. I'm just that busy of a celebrity. I just got free right now. Hey, that's, <laughs> I, I understand that, man. I appreciate you uh, come, giving us some of your time. Uh, how's everything going over in Allentown? I mean, you keeping everything? You run for mayor still? Yeah, I'm running for whatever is in November, uh, city capital. This is like my third time. I actually get votes. If you Google it and, and shit, like they're all in there, man. I'm also Yeah, I'll vote for you. Yeah, I'm running for governor of Port Ritchie, Florida, I think too. They had a thing where you could just apply, like LinkedIn, so of course, of course <laughs> I apply. You don't even live there, you're just applying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm too busy to even go get the signatures because you can get signatures and get on the ballot. I just don't really have the time, man. I'm I'm actually that busy. I, I don't understand most people to relate to that, but my life is really like that. I'm in Brooklyn one week, you know, Judge Judy the next week. Have you ever thought of doing a tour? Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I might do a karaoke tour in the Valley pretty soon just to get to get warmed up, like when Donovan Smith warms up with his Vertex hockey stick to get the hands ready. Yeah, except, you know, his hands are with his, Put his fucking head down. You know, oh. one, one thing I want to cover is that uh, I actually made a, a new Year, what's it called? New Year's resolution to be less famous like two years ago, but it didn't really work. Like, I've gone out of my way to not be out there doing anything. My, I actually got a new computer, which is why I can't do videos or pictures. I'm, I'm just taking it easy, but, you know, supply and demand. The demand's still out there. <laughs> Oh man, King! I swear. Wait, uh, are you playing any uh, upcoming men's league tournaments? I'm playing roller hockey today at five o'clock at four. That's right, buddy. I'll see you there. You want to be there at four forty-five to get the picks? The picks. Yo, Frankie. Frankie. Yo. yo. This is a guy we got to pick up for Maryland, the King of Allen. Oh yeah. For the tournament. Oh yo, listen, man. Uh, the the big one, the big one, six June first. Uh, out in uh, out in Maryland. If you got nothing better to do, it's a Saturday one day tournament, man. Be great to have you. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I went to Beach Fast last year in Maryland. That's a deck hockey tournament. I scored on my first shot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, drop. I'm interested. I got these Russian chicks. They want to go south. I showed, them, I showed them Jersey Shore. Now they want to go to Miami. I'm sure Maryland will be a good substitute. I'll just tell them it's Miami. It's almost spelled the same. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fucking God. Hey, so who do you think was the toughest competition for you, King, this year as a goaltender uh, in men's league? Uh, they're, all, they're all all right. Anyone who's good at goalie, they don't want to play goalie in men's league. Like when they're young, you know what I mean? They don't want to do yeah. it. They want to skate out mostly. I mean, I, I played tw- – I'm almost 40 years old, dude. I played 20 games. I had 20 goals and 20 assists. That's the 2020 club, man. I, I'll tell you what, man. If I'm not going minus six a game, I'm not trying hard enough. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> I had a lot of – not minus, you ain't trying. Tristan Dzinski, you're listening. Be proud. I had a lot of injuries. I spent a lot of time hooking up with hot chicks, man. That takes a lot out of you. Tristan's got a lot of free time, Mike. Oh gosh, shots fired. Oh god. Shots fired. So is shots it, is fired. that technically a divorce or is that the wedding? Off? I don't know what it is, but it, you know, it is what it is. Uh-oh. But I got since it. We're going shots fired. Since we're going shots fired, here, here we go. Okay, we're going to talk about 
this whole discussion I had last night in the group chat with the guys, and I'm sure Tucker saw it, or he's probably fucking sleeping from driving no, fucking 30 hours back home. No, I actually just decided I was going to just power through the rest of the day after I got home, took a shower, and just went on with my day and decided last night I was sleep like a freaking rock. Well, that's good you didn't go home and get anybody pregnant right away. That's good. <laughs> yeah, give it a week. So, so what I want to bring up here is the whole fucking Taylor Hall thing, right? I'm trying to say that Taylor Hall is not an elite player, but one of my kids that I coached is telling me he is an elite player and he would take Taylor Hall over Claude Giroux any day of the week. I'm going to let chime in before I chime in. Somebody, so I, I want everybody's response on this, please. He's not an elite player, though. Think about that. Think about it, right? 2018, 2019, uh, 2019 season. Games played 33, 11 goals, 26 assists, 37 points. He went Thank minus you. six. His career, his career, 562 games played. Goals, 202 assists, 309 points, 511. Career, minus 28. So, if that that's Taylor Hall. I'll bring up Claude Drew, okay? But it's one of those things that, like, if you're supposedly a number one draft pick and you're not putting up points like other draft picks from years prior to you, you're not an elite player in my eyes. Not at all. No, you're not. Not at all. I'm not trying to be a dick or anything like that, but, like, here we go. Here's Claude's points. You're you're all going to fucking laugh. 2018-2019 season, games played 82 goals. Eh, only 22. Not not that great. Assist, 63, right? He had 85 points in one season. He was plus nine. Career. On the, on the Flyers. On the Flyers. Career. Games played, 820. Goals, 236. Assist, 526. Points, 762. With a career average, plus 36. Damn. You're trying to tell me Claude Drew's worse than him. Not happening. It's not happening. Not happening. Uh, not happening. You got to give me a fucking fat line of cocaine to ever make me believe that shit. Because, no. N- that There's no way in fucking hell Taylor Hall will ever be better than Claude. It's just the no. way that he plays, the systems and the teams that he's playing with, maybe, it, maybe it's the team he's playing with. Maybe he's not gelling with the team to maybe put up points. But look when he played with Edmonton. But, I mean, yeah. You know, and he he's making a big deal about it. You know, like, oh, I'm the good luck charm for number one picks. No, you play on shitty teams. <laughs> Why? You're awful. Uh, you know what's going to make me laugh, too? If the Devils, right, they get Jack Hughes and they don't do shit with them next season. No, Jack like, Jack Hughes look, looks like he's like eight years old, dude. Oh, I know. I saw your Facebook. <laughs> I fucking lost him when I saw that. He literally looks like so, he. Hello. Do you really think that Hughes is going to go first? No, I think Capo's gonna go. That's what I was thinking. I was like looking at the, looking at it today, and I think Capo's gonna. Knowing knowing the Devils, they're gonna they're gonna go with the Euro. They're yeah. gonna yeah because they like Euro players, and yeah. all these Devil fans, they're all thinking, oh Jack, Jack, Jack. No, I can see that. I can see Cavs picking them up because look at Kuzi. Like, I can see it. I'm, I'll tell you right now. And if they pick him up, like if they pick up Jack Hughes, they're gonna be a scary team because oh sure. You know what I mean? They already have the goaltending experience. Like, you don't need another number one. You already have Holtby and Nett. Like, you know what I mean? 
And on top of that, you got Ovi. No matter how old he is, he's a fucking, like, he's in his prime. You know what I mean? Like, he can be, like, Yager if he wanted to. He can last years after he's supposedly supposed to retire. It just doesn't slow down. Dude, he doesn't. His work ethic is literally probably like like Yager. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of one of those things that he's wearing the C. He takes pride in that. After he got the taste of the cup, I guarantee you wants more of it. So he's going to stick around as long as he can to keep getting that fucking thing. So I'll tell you what, if Capitals pick up Jack Hughes, that would be retarded. They're going to be stupidly dangerous. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to go. He'll go second or third. But even if he goes third, uh, I don't know. The Blackhawks have him. It's, it's, the, it's the Devils, Rangers, Blackhawks. But think about it. Who, who do the Blackhawks really have right now? Like, don't get me wrong. They have Patty Kane, Johnny Tavares, and like, Giants, as you mean? Um, but it's one of those things that, like, they have depth on their team, but they have. Hello. Oh, okay, guys. We got to we got to add Mike back. <laughs> yeah. he's, probably, he's probably fucking rattled right now. <laughs> he's gonna go, you know, after second or third. Yeah. What the hell just happened there? You just fucking, you just got deleted. Oh, cool. (laughs) Thanks, Anchor. You keep the shit up. You were talking midway through, it just fucking bounced. Uh, Where where did I stop at? It's still acting kind of funny. There's like an echo. This is some fucking horseshit, Anchor. You, this is, listen, I hope whoever made Anchor this shit i hope you guys know this now your app fucking blows since this update yeah the update i hope you fucking know that you piece of shit mine started updating as i was supposed to log in of course it started right then sorry for our listeners that fucking piece of shit anchor app anywho it's like in the red with the sound you can hear it uh you know getting getting bad you know yeah, great. Go fuck myself, right? But I told my Russian, I told my Russian girlfriend I hate Euro movies, and she went nuts. So if you have a hot, a hot European chick, don't ever say you don't like your like. I hate British television. I hate. She tried to make me watch some Australian movie about vampires, dude. It was horrible. Did she bring out the K bar when you said that? Did she like throw it up to your knife or yeah, to your knife? Got, she got really mad when I said I don't like Euro television, man. So if you if you get yourself like a European girlfriend, don't ever say you get television. Be careful, man. She'll call Putin on you. Oh yeah. I'll tell you right now, you won't be showing up anytime soon if he does that. Oh yeah, it's all gravy, man. But I got a good story about Taylor Hall. I think I told it last week. Uh, we had a guy show up to our men's league who said he went to high school with Taylor Hall and played with him. Yeah. And, Dude, he must have been on like the eighth line on that team. <laughs> he was he was terrible, dude. He could like he had skills up top, like you could tell he played hockey in his life, but he couldn't move the bottom of his body, dude. It was like, oh my god, what is going on here? Uh, man, um, I hate to let, like... let let me, Mike, Mike, we're gonna we're gonna go on to the next subject with that right there, okay? Oh god, Having skill up top and down low is not there. Okay. Okay. So when you're when you're jumping into junior hockey, okay, and you want to play junior hockey, 
you got to have all the goods there. You come in, you play one one to two games thinking, hey, you know, I got to make an impression. You make an impression, you get, you get comfortable, and then you stop fucking playing. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. I think so. Okay. okay. So the kid, the kid that I'm talking about could be a fucking hell of a hockey player, but he's lazy as fuck. I love the kid to death, but he's lazy. Okay? So... To everyone out there, if you got the goods up top, you need to work on the fucking goods down low. And this is a message to that kid. Work on the goods down low. Start fucking training. Start skating. Start fucking running. Start fucking jog. Whatever you got to do to get your leg speed up to fucking point. Okay? And that, the that IQ, up, what's that? The IQ is there, man. Like, you, you know where to be as a player. You know, like, how to shoot the fucking puck. It's not like... It's not necessarily that you're dumb at hockey whatsoever. Like, what he means by that is, like, dude, you have the, like, the upper body. You have the brains for it. But if you get the stamina, if you get the legs underneath you, like, you have to realize that we what we've been talking about since our first, first podcast is nothing in hockey is slow anymore. Everything is built around speed. So you have to be able to keep up. And being a bigger guy, even if you're 6'3", right, 6'4", if you're pushing 250, 260, that's too much. Like, you should be 210. 230 at most. And the fact that this kid, this kid can shoot as hard as I can about. Okay? Oh, it's retarded. It's retarded how fast this kid can shoot. But he he goes out there and he thinks he's something he's not. And he's and he's he's not that person yet. He's not that kid. He's young. He's 18, okay? And the size this kid has, like he's a big kid and he's not fat. Not at all. No. I guarantee if he ran, man, he'd be straight diesel. Oh, for sure. He would be the scary, and the thing is, for his size, I would love, like, I would love to see that kid hit. I would love to see that kid fucking like bury a kid. I didn't really see it all season. I saw maybe three times. I saw probably once with us and two times with the rev. So I mean, man, it's kind of one of those things. Like, you have size in a sport where hitting is allowed. Fucking kill someone. Like, if you have feet underneath you and you're coming in with speed. And you stop moving your feet, like, obviously, so you don't charge anyone. But you're coming in, get your full three strides, and then, you know, lower your, your uh, shoulder into someone's chest, dude. You're going to kill someone. You're flat out, you're going to kill someone. And that's, hate to say it, I would love to see you do that. I haven't seen it, so. Absolutely. I, but I, not enough of, you know, we're not trying to bash you. We're trying to help you out, man, and it's tough love. But either way, um, to change the subject, I really kind of want to talk about some of the, the like, NHL playoffs, your predictions, whatnot. I did my bracket already. I have mine filled out, and I picked Tampa winning it. Um, it's a bold prediction. Everyone can fuck off if they don't like it, but it's a prediction. I got Tampa going all the way in my bracket, too. So. All right, cool. Cool. I'm not the only fucker. I got Nashville. <sighs> fuck off. I'd be shocked. I would be shocked if Tampa won. Dude, my boy Y code go absolutely nuts if it fucking Nashville won. I would be I would be shocked if Tampa won. I mean, teams that dominate in the regular season usually never win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but think about it. They also have the depth now to where, like, look at last season. Like, you're right. They they fucking blew it in playoffs. But at the same time, it's a new season. Like, they probably have a little more drive behind them because they knew they pretty much fucked up last year. And it's like, I don't know, man. They have so much talent on the team. And then look at Toronto. Toronto's fucking nasty. Like, 
the Tampa Bay, I think, like, put it this way, Tampa's going to move on past Columbus. Toronto's going to be Boston. That's my pick because Boston, they're a very good team. They're on a hot streak right now. But Toronto, again, has too much depth on their team. Like, they got Johnny T. Like, him alone can steal a game if he wanted to. Mitch Marner. Like, uh, they got Kadri. They got fucking um, – Oh, my God, I'm spacing out now. <laughs> but either way, it's one of those things, like, their first three lines for offensively and defensively, and they have a solid goaltending. Like, I, I just don't see a flaw with them. I'm just saying in general, teams who do who dominate in the regular season hardly ever win the Stanley Cup. True. And it is also playoffs. Look at fucking Vegas. I mean, I'll forever use them as an example because they are truly the underdog story of the entire NHL, and they probably forever will be. Like, they were all a bunch of third, fourth liners that didn't fit a team system. So they're like, oh, we'll give them away for you. They're not going to do anything anyway. We're just going to fill in the cap space. And yet that team literally was like, you know what? We're going to fucking make ourselves out of something. And they took themselves in the Stanley Cup first year. So that shit just gets me pumped. I don't know. I love that shit. But my biggest thing is, who do you guys think would be in, like, the San Jose Vegas do you guys have any predictions on that one for first round? I got Vegas in six on that one. Fuck. Okay. I got Vegas in seven. I pick, I pick Vegas because experience matters. Ex- success and experience in the playoffs matters. Fuck. I like that. Hey, so, so my, here, here's my picks for all of them, okay? I got Tampa in five, Boston in six, Washington in five, Calgary in seven, San Jose in six, and Nashville in four. Oh, fuck. All right. Nashville and four. No way. Against Dallas? That is very It's a bold move. So, all right, we didn't, like, the way my bracket worked out, we didn't do it, like, by how many games. We just picked who did it or who's winning. So, I have Tampa beating Columbus, Toronto beating uh, Boston, Washington beating Carolina. Because fuck Carolina's little chance in the end of their games. I have New York Islanders beating Pittsburgh. I, oh, I forgot about that one. My yes. I, I, I'm really hoping for that. Um, I have Calgary beating Colorado. That's a pretty bold statement because Colorado's pretty solid. I, <laughs> You guys are going to fucking laugh at me for this. I have San Jose beating Vegas. I have Nashville beating Dallas. And I have Winnipeg beating St. Louis. So... I'm going to take the Isles in six and St. And St. Louis in six. Oh, fuck. That's, that's pretty solid, too. I have – fuck, man. I have Calgary going against Winnipeg, right, on my Western bracket, and then I have Winnipeg going on in the Stanley Cup final. And then I got Tampa versus Washington. And this is really tough for me because Washington I really thought was going to go back-to-back. But I was like, fuck it. So I threw Tampa in. So it's going to be Tampa-Winnipeg final. Tampa going in fucking six games. 41 goals for the entire Stanley Cup final playoffs. And, yeah, hopefully that happens because I can win some money. Mm. How about you? I, I, I like mean, it. I like it. It's bold predictions, man, because playoffs. You got to think about it. There's a lot of teams that are underdogs here, like the Vegas-San Jose thing. Ah. I think, like, Vegas, they, they're kind of like they hit their hot spot, right? Like, they're, they're going to they're gonna do well their first two games probably, and then it's going to be like, all right, well, they're going to dwindle a little bit. Flirt, Flowers going to get a little tired. They're going to bury a couple. They're going to get in his head, and they're going to go probably, like, game six. 
they're going to beat Vegas. I'm just saying that. Okay. I'm calling okay. it now. If that happens, I want everyone to Venmo be a dollar. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Venmo. I didn't even yeah. know God Venmo. Well, you better fucking download it, King. You're popular enough to figure it out, right? Come on. I, I use PayPal like most adult males. Uh, well, listen here, King. Uh, we're not on Amazon, eBay half time, so pay, Venmo works for me. I'm not sending any, any women money for news, dude. No way. I can't even respond to that. <laughs> oh my god. So, do you think like Jack Hughes is even gonna have an impact? Because. They're only really like think about it. The only real impact is the first overall draft pick was Connor McDavid and like Sidney Crosby, and that was how many years apart of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a good point. So I don't know. Everyone hypes up the first overall draft pick every year, like oh he's gonna be a superstar. Oh he's gonna be this. Oh like like look at Dalene on fucking Buffalo or right? What was, played- was Eichel? Was he too? I, yeah, Eichel was too, but I, in my opinion, I think Eichel was better, and like in a couple of senses. But it's one of those things that I hate how they hype him up so much. I feel like as first overall draft pick, right? This is just again an opinion. I feel like as a first overall draft pick, you should give your top three teams that you want to play for. And if if say for instance they're a top team in the league that year, they don't have a chance at you. But say they're at a bottom bottom team or they didn't make playoffs and you get the ability to be like, hey, say I want to go to, like, this is just saying, say I want to go to, like, Buffalo, say I want to go to, like, Winnipeg, or say I want to go to, like, Florida Panthers. And all three of those teams do shit, and they're like, oh, well, you get first pick on who you want to come to. Dude, that'd be sick. Like, I would love something like that. And then, like, the second overall draft pick gets assigned to someone. But, again, that's not how it works. And, again, I'm not Gary Bettman, so go fuck myself once again. Mike, I'm guessing you did the online one, like the NHL bracket challenge online one. Uh, no, so I did it with my buddy. Um, you know who Vertex, Nate Lucas. Yeah, yeah. So we did it through there, and we did it last year. And surprisingly, I won last year. And um, he he actually did a really good job of running it. And it was a five dollar entry, and he usually gets a shit ton of people involved. So it's a really simple bracket, but it's a good time. And the way he does it, he keeps everything updated on like uh, online. So he'll send you stuff through text message, like, "Oh, here's the current point system," and like you can go through like um, a spreadsheet, and it tells you who's in first place and whatnot. It's sick. He does a really good job with it. Nice. Yeah, man. So if you want in, I can get you in. Yeah, yeah, I'm guy. Yeah. Ooh. All right, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell Nate then. So it, it's real fun, man. Uh, but I'm going to need all your stuff by today, most likely. What do you need, five bucks? Yeah, five bucks. Just Venmo me. Okay. On Venmo. Or, or Venmo, okay. Nate. Venmo Nate. Venmo Nate. Venmo Nate. Okay. okay. Um, but oh, another thing I want to touch on real quick. Joel Q going to Florida. Dude, he had that. He had his fucking mind set up when he fucking during the winter. But let's think about this. Let's think about this, right? Kind of an older guy. He's probably thinking about a little bit of retirement. Like, I want somewhere nice to fucking chill out after my day. So, have a few margaritas, sit back on a lounge chair, draw a few plays out. Boys, we're going to the Stanley Cup next year. That's all it is. I'm telling you, he's leading them there. 
He's, they're not going they'll to go the playoffs. I don't, I don't see the Stanley Cup, but they'll go playoffs. Hey, Maybe. if he goes playoffs, I'll be impressed. You got a better Hell, chance of seeing fair. fucking Keyshawn turn white than the fucking Panthers going to the Cup. Hey, I'm just saying. Jesus. The lottery does happen a couple of times, and it could be next year. <laughs> I mean, Florida has a good team. Uh, oh, is that Keyshawn now? Dude, they got Yakupov. That's all you need. Yakupov's the number one pick, isn't he? Oh, my fuck. You're still mad about this? Oh, isn't he, right? Yeah, Yakupov's the number one. Yeah, no one fucking... Dude, when they fucking drafted, it was Hall versus Sagan. They both were not projected to be fucking world burners. Wait, are we... We're talking about Tyler Sagan? Oh, man. Listen, Tyler Sagan and... I, wasn't it like it wasn't one of the reasons why he got traded was because he partied too much in Boston? Yeah, that's what I remember. I heard he like also was like bang like somebody's chick or some shit like that. Hey, good oh, savage! Yeah, I heard I heard that too. But I don't know if that was true, but I remember that was a thing going around. Yeah, but look at the guy. I mean, come on, he's a certified beautician. Like he. How can you not get ass looking like that? No, like I definitely. Could Ty- Tyler Sagan. Yeah. Yeah, when you got bitches showing up to your game in Boston with a sign that says I sucked your dick in high school, you know you've done pretty well with your dick. <laughs> it was kind of like Cuzzy. Like, uh, I remember – all right, so Nick Cousins, right? He had these two broads waiting for him after one of the Phantoms games. And it's just – it was so funny because he just, like, looked back at all of us. He's like, all right, boys, have a good night. And we all just looked at each other, turned our heads, and were like – are you fucking kidding me? And there's these two broads he picked up from the stands because he was literally in warm-ups and they're on the glass. And he was literally like skating around, skating around, skating around. And then he saw him and he was just like, oh, meet me afterwards. And then as soon as he got off the ice, they're waiting for like sticks and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I'll have someone come grab you. Well, security came and grabbed them and they're waiting. And I was like, no fucking way this is happening in front of me. It was the best day of my life. I just wish it was me. And he had more fucking people than me. And I was fucking like, I don't know, 19. Kid was like 24, 23. That's definitely got to be like 90% of like living a life as a pro hockey player. It's just like wheeling. Oh, has to be, man. Like, it's so fucked up because I wonder what their Tinder profiles were like. Do you just like throw it out there that you're a pro hockey player? Is like that your profile pick? Like you and the A? Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. Like, you don't even need to say your dick size. You just say, hey, I play pro hockey. Women, just coming to you. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. But uh, my biggest thing is, too, is, like, if you think about, like, the playoffs this year, look at the teams that made it this year. Like, in, in reality, you got fucking Calgary, who really never makes it. Colorado. You got, well, Vegas, Nashville, San Jose. Eh. Dallas. And you got St. Louis on the West. That you never hear them make it. Winnipeg, eh, they made it last year. But then you got Columbus, Toronto, Carolina, the Islanders. Who the fuck would ever expect them to make it? Especially this year with them losing to Varus and whatnot. Like no one picked the Islanders to be worth a shit. Dude, they got very fucking trots, bro. But do you but think about it. Do you think that whole Javon or wow, John? The John Tavares, like, calling him a snake thing. Do you think that's kind of fucked up? Or do you think it was fucked up on his end? Not, like, really. I don't really think it's fucked up on his end. Because, like, not, how is he supposed listen, to tell listen, someone? Listen, it's not, fuck, it's not fucked up on his end. It, it's basically these fans got to realize in New York that, you know, if somebody offered them, like, fucking $2.5 to go fucking suck somebody's dick, they go suck somebody's dick for 
Yeah, they'll fucking lick a fucking oh, rat yeah, in the street for a pizza pizza, so. They're going to do it. Money talks. Yeah. He's doing, he's doing I'd fucking do it. His family. That's, that's, that's what he's doing. For himself, his family, whatever whatever he's doing is for himself. I think it's just fucking comical that he came back, played against them, scored against them. It's like, <laughs> go dick like I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I understand that I have a problem with Tavares. I think it's hilarious. I think it makes for great storylines. Like, it's fucking yeah. comedy to me. It's one of those things, like, it has to be, like, and especially as being a pro athlete, you have to have thick skin. Like, you know you're going to get chirped. You know, like, going into your old barn that you were rocking the sea in for how many years, like, they're going to give you a hard time. And that's like Claude leaving us. You know, well, I don't think Claude leaving us, we would give him a hard time because he's actually done a lot for Philadelphia. It, I don't know, man. It, it just really depends on the fans. If they're going to treat them like shit, that, the fans are scummy. But... I just feel like Islanders fans haven't been around long enough to really, like, critique anyone. You know what I mean? Like, look at their franchise. Aren't they one of the newer franchises in the league? Well, arguably. Compared to, like, the OG Sixes. Yeah. Were they first expansion, though? I think they were first. I think they were first expansion. But compared to, like, original Six, it's like, you really can't argue with, like... I don't know. You can't really argue with guys, especially with like your old captains, especially a captain that did a lot for your organization. Like you treat him like shit. I hope he fucking degrades your organization, like Sean Avery did with, or like hey, say it, like what Sean Avery did to them, like talking shit on them. They deserved it. No, yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I think they have a problem with like kind of the way. I mean, which I get because you know you're not gonna say like yeah, I'm leaving this shithole like as soon as the season's over. You're not gonna say that, obviously, but like. I think he was kind of like, yeah, I want to be here, this, that, and the third. And then for him to leave, I think that's what they're kind of mad at. So I could see how they could be mad. But at the same time, like, I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, I don't really think, like, the, the fact that people think that he gives a shit, he's sitting in the box and guys are fucking giving it to him. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's making more money than that guy will ever see in his life. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, like, I just think it's fucking hilarious. Like, they really think they're getting under guy's skin and whatnot. Like, no, he's just going to go out there and he's going to do his fucking job and he's going to collect his check and, and make playoffs and do everything he's supposed to do. King, do you have any advice for the uh, aspiring legends coming up in the in the Valley? Do you have any advice for trying to give them thick skin or just trying to toughen them up a bit? No? All right, we're <laughs> Yeah, me either, bro. Okay. So, it's kind of one of those. <laughs> Is this on? Uh, mic check. Hello? Hello? Okay. Um. <laughs> God. Yo, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, some of the men's league teams around the Valley have been getting some Fuego jerseys. Like, this men's league team, uh, they're called the Red Wings, right? King doesn't like them because that's his rival. Yeah, but, me, uh, I'm pissed off about that, Mikey. You got what? fucking ditched, and I didn't get, I didn't get ditched. For, oh, from there, what? I was like, hey, can me and Mike get some fucking gits from you guys? Oh wait, from the Red Wings? Yes. And what they say? They didn't say anything, and then you end up fucking getting some. Hey, well, guess what, buddy? I had to pay for it, so don't worry. Oh, okay. It wasn't a gift, and it wasn't a cheap gift, I promise you. Dude, they, they got fucking these hoodies. I'm rocking my hoodie right now, right? It's, yeah, called, a, yeah. it's called tactical gear, right? I swear to God, I wore this shit in the military. I don't know. But this bitch was like $80. Jeez, fucking right. worth it, though. 
100% worth it. And I saved up all my fucking money in my little piggy bank. And then I was like, you know what, Vinny? Here's my 80 bucks. And I'll see it when it gets here. And then they got these dry fit shirts, right? You get like a player's package. It's a better player's, player's package than a, our junior team. I swear to God. I swear to God. They got pro, uh, pro knit socks. They got, I think they got shells. They got K1 jerseys. But their K1 jerseys are insane. They look like, um, actually, they look like the Devils jerseys, like the brand new ones. Um, I don't know if they got a home and away. They got a dry fit shirt, fucking shorts, um, a hoodie, a fucking, and they're all CCM gear, by the way. And, like, all the apparel. It's fucking nuts. It's nuts. Phil and Debra, where was ours? Just saying. Uh, Just saying. We had red socks for black jerseys. Actually, <laughs> I, I had I had nine pairs of the black socks from. Nah, funny part is, I know you fucking gave. Yeah, I found a pair. I should say, yeah. No, the funny part is, I got the fucking the real socks we were supposed to have from Warfield like six months after the after fucking Lehigh. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Hey, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to supply and demand everyone, except I give you the wrong socks during the real season because, you know, because <laughs> we don't have the right socks for the real season. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, um, and it's kind of one of those things, man, like, <laughs> I don't know if I really want – no, I'm getting in touch with that season a little bit. So, should we, should we put a wellness check out for the king or what? Yeah, king, you're all right. You breathing? Hello? <laughs> I, he might be calling some of his bitches up. He's an important guy, man. He's got, he's he's got, got, he's got, he's got the entourage on him right now. Either that or he's trying to talk – or he might be talking to the city council right now. I never know. He might have a meeting. So I'll tell you what. If that guy ever got – oh, my God. If he ever got governor or mayor of something, I would immediately move to that fucking town. <laughs> I would – It's going to hell. It's going to go to war with North Korea or some uh, shit just because it's the fucking king. Like this one time. He, no. He would literally – the way that he would make it, he would basically burn down every building and just put up roller rinks everywhere. Oh, for sure. That, 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 would, that, that would be king. And then, like, he would have, like, in the middle of the, of the town, it would be, like, a little fucking, like, stage, right? And it would just be for him for his band called A-Town Sluts. And then they perform there three times a week for four hours at a time, and it's mandatory. And that's how he would be as a mayor. Swear to God. True story. And then Russian bitches would be on the side waiting for you. All right, good talk. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Trying to like. I swear, man, I get better conversations sometimes talking to a wall. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking to a wall, Mike, I think you got something going on inside your head. Uh, Tristan, do we need to bring up that conversation again? Dude, in Maryland, I thought he was going to seriously break his hand. Oh, my God. Dude, he was beating the shit out that steel door, bro. Why? Because we fucking lost that game. and he Because he got traded rattled. from Maryland, and then all he wanted to do was beat Maryland, and then we just didn't do it either time. Well, I mean, does that really surprise you? Surprise! We didn't really win the game. No. You know no, I was pissed because I got tossed out of that first Maryland game. Yeah, how? What did you do? Like some kid, some kid ran the goalie way after the whistle. So I went and I like grabbed him by the cage, ripped the cage off, and right before I started loading on him, the ref came and popped me in the face and then threw me out of the game. Hmm. Weird. How'd that work out for you? Well, I mean, I got thrown out of the game, so 
Not too well. Just a recurring theme throughout the season, honestly. Hey, listen, I get it. Hello. Fuck you, Smiley. If you listen to this, fuck you, Smiley. <laughs> so I have to text you, but one, there's two people or three people I know that are doing fucking podcasts now since we're doing them. Oh my god. Yes, and I and I can't. I listened to like five minutes of it, and it's a fucking joke. Now my question is, uh, can I just know? I can't say. I, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you. Uh, text me now. So uh, Just text me now. I need to know. If I, listen, if I text you now, then the fucking podcast is going to go to shit because of their goddamn update. Fucking God. Fuck you, Anchor. <laughs> anyway. What's your email again? And what? Mike. Uh, <laughs> I need to text that one to you because I'm not fucking saying that across here. <laughs> Right about the crazed fans coming after you. I'm man. about to get a bunch of dick pics in my email. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was already thinking about myself. I was like, wait a second about that one. Um, yeah, I'm very curious who it is. I, I'm gonna fucking lose it if I. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, so. My biggest thing, like, when we when we created this podcast, it's literally, it was out of fun. You know what I mean? Like, we're, put it this way, with a podcast, you have to understand, it's not like a fucking, how do I say, it's not like a radio show. So there's no filter. We can say whatever we want, and there's no holding back. All right, and, I sent it to your email, guy. All right, and that's why we kind of like the podcast, and some of these people get way too bitter when, like, if one, if we, like, bring up a, you know, a topic... And they're like thinking it's them or something like that. It's like, bro, even if it is about you, it's a fucking podcast. Like, we're not using your name. Simmer the fuck down. Like, breathe a little bit. Go, go find a brown bag. <sighs> a couple deep breaths. You'll be fine. And it, it just cracks me up when I hear a lot of people like kind of not necessarily like get bashful about it, but like when we like kind of like criticize people and then get hurtful about it and then they criticize us and we're like all right man like hey thanks like we'll remember next time it's like it's funny because they want us to get mad or something it's like bro you realize we have thick skin for a reason like that's how we started a podcast because we have thick skin like you can say whatever you want about it's like it doesn't hurt my feelings i'm still gonna sleep pretty good at night yeah you want to get a rise out of me go spill my beer or something then we're gonna tell (laughs) yeah tell that just piss off Did did you send it to the right one did you get it Nip. Negative. I swear to God, TJ, if you sent it to someone else, let me make sure. It... Yep, I sent. I, yeah, I gave you the right one. Um, but another thing too is like I, I want to kind of like change directions here from you know bashful and shit like that talk, but I want a lot of people to understand too. It's like even if. You don't have, you know, if, if a lot of people don't tell you you can't make it somewhere, you really can. It just depends where you guys go to develop, you know. And if you put the time and effort in, you can always get better. But if you're going to half-ass things, especially in life, not not even hockey, but even in life, if you're going to half-ass shit, you're going to get nowhere in life. So, like, if you're going to, you know, procrastinate and say, like, oh, even in school, uh, well, I have an assignment due next week. I'm going to wait until, you know, 
say you get it fucking Monday, you're going to do it, and it's due Friday. I'm going to do it Thursday night. It's like, no, get it done fucking Monday, because then you got nothing to worry about. And then if you have hockey practice or something, you have nothing to worry about coming home. You can solely focus on hockey instead of school. So it's like little things like that, too, makes you better, not just as a hockey player, but as a person in life. And I think that that's a lot of things where kids grow up thinking like they have to be number one or they have to be the superstar. And like, you truly don't have to be, man. You can be a third or fourth liner and make it somewhere. It, you just have to fill a role out and be very good at it and work hard day in and day out. And that's just like, again, that goes back into life. Like if you have a normal nine to five job, if you want to promote yourself or get better or move up in like the, the chain, you have to work every day hard, just like in hockey. So what I'm trying to say is like, you can always make something out of yourself if you put something into it. And for us to, we critique a lot of people here, but the people that we critique is because people love to think that they have a 13 inch dick and we put them in their place because it's one of those things that you're not as good as you say you are. And we're not trying to be a dick about it, but there's also a time where you need a reality check. Like there's a lot of kids that we've worked in the junior scene that think like they're the next Connor McDavid and they're not. And there could be a kid that is a second or third liner that could play over you in juniors because it's the work ethic they put into it. And so I mean, man, don't always come into a camp or something like that thinking like you're going to be the number one guy or you're going to smoke everyone because you just never know who's going to outwork you. So sorry, guys. I really no, want to change awesome. subject. I'll touch on that shit too, man. There's, yeah. It, it, it's to the point where these kids are, you know, getting fucking fed by their parents and other people that they're better than they are. And it, in reality, you're not that good. Yes. You know, and then I'll, I'll be the first one to fucking tell you, you need to work on this, 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 and this. And I literally, like, I, I've said this numerous times to kids, like, if you need help, let me know. I'll help you out. Like, if you need training during the summer, I'll help you out. You know, you need that extra push to, you know, seeing kids play and thinking there's something they're not like, it's, it's an absolute joke. You're, you're going up, you know, Oh, I'm going to go to this NA camp. I'm going to go to this NA camp. I'm going to go to this camp. And you're going up there and we touched on this before you're wasting your fucking money. You know, you're fucking, your parents are fucking feeding you bullshit, absolute fucking bullshit on things that aren't fucking true. Like, and I said this. I said this to Adrian last night. With you know, the whole thing with the boys is you know I'm going to be their first fucking critic and tell them what they need to do in life, and with sports life, you know anything with girls. And it's you got to feed kids the right direction these days, or they're going to end up being fucking pussies and entitled to everything they want. My my biggest thing, okay, especially going not necessarily even at NA camp, but just a camp that you know is extremely high level hockey. And put it this way, I never went to an NA camp because I knew I couldn't handle it. And, like, it's one of those things that you know where you what you can handle, what you can't. And don't get me wrong, I wish I went, and I kind of wish I would have tried it. But at the same time, if you're a young junior kid, if you're 16, 17, instead of going to NA camp, why don't you try to go to a camp that, don't get me wrong, go to, like, an NCDC camp. You know what I mean? And I know I keep preaching NCDC and whatnot, but it's just the next, like, stepping stone for like free hockey if you're no don't get me wrong if you make na you're going to play for free but like if you make an ncdc team which is a more likely team that you can make at a 16 to 17 year old you know kid then by all means go for it 
But like I said from the previous podcast, even if you don't make that NCDC team or even if you don't make a team that isn't a, a solid, you know, junior A or junior B team, but if you make a triple A team, if you make their program or their organization, your foot's in the door. It's like, hey, this kid, John Smith, I, I like this kid from camp, you know, but I just don't think he is up to par for junior A. I want to put him on our triple A team and see what he does. If you have a fucking 60 point season and say 45 games or say you have 40 points in a 40 game season, that's still phenomenal for triple A at that level. And you're 16 or 17. And it's again, that's not the biggest thing with NA and USHL and O. it's like, if you go to those camps and you're small and you get absolutely crushed, you're in your mind, you're going to think the rest of your career, you're going to be like, shit. I, I can't handle that. It's too fast for me. That's no, why you it out a little Mike, and, 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 it. And Jerry and the junior flyer, Jerry Domish and the junior flyers, he does it well. He does that. He he breeds the guys from AAA 18s and brings them up the HLP and EHL. But that's yeah. a feeder system. That's exactly. literally a farm system all the way. Like, that's how it should be. You get a new kid on. You basically promise them, hey, listen, I'm flat out. You're not my junior A player yet. But you're my AAA player for now, and I'm going to build you to be my junior A player. If they like it, they'll stay on board. If they don't, well, I'll see you next time. I don't know if I, I'm correct about this, but I think he had a kid on his team, Will Smith, mm-hmm. that was playing AAA, and he came up and played EHL the rest of the season, and the kid was, the kid was phenomenal. Yeah. The kid. That's what I mean, man. It's, you just never know. And what you said earlier in this podcast, right, you never know. You get one or two games, right? And you have to make them count. You have to look at Hartman coming to Flyers from Chicago. He made his fucking debut by lighting up, uh, who was it? Rasmus Dahlin? Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? And he's setting the tone. And that's what's like, oh, all right, I got to keep an eye on this kid because I'm going to want him like that. Or if you kind of fill into a role, like I said, if you're a grinder, if you're one of those kids that can actually handle the puck and shoot, if you're a playmaker guy, if you're a PK guy, like adapt to it, fucking evolve around it, and like just get overall better around that type of hockey. It's like you don't have to be good at every single like position that they put you in. You just have to be good at one specific role in that position, and just that's the biggest thing. Your fucking role is and execute honestly. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have to like. I'm not saying if you're a fucking grinder or you're a guy that's like supposedly an enforcer. I'm not saying go out fight every shift or every game, but know when to do it. Or it's just like the little things that a lot of scouts look at and kids don't realize. Like stop and starts. If you fucking peel away, they're cutting you right off the list. Like stop and starts are super crucial. Uh, I don't know, man. I can go into so much detail for weeks about this type of shit that we see all the time, even in the Valley, that I guarantee you, the kids that play Minutemen, they're playing Minutemen because, well, I hate to say it, Minutemen, they're okay, depending on the organization and team, but from when I grew up, all we knew them for was just to collect money and not have the best organization, but they probably are better now. Um, But it's kind of one of those things that you have to watch for organizations like that as well, where they're not the best organization. They're just there to collect your money, and you're just having that, you know, junior A brand behind your, you know, name. Like, oh, I'm playing junior A. Oh, for what team? Oh, so and so, bro. You look up their team. They're fucking ass. It's like, oh, cool. You're fighting too, probably. I do have a question for everybody, though. If you know, speaking of juniors, and you, I think you, if you have two years of junior eligibility left, and you decide to, you know, push those aside and go to ACHA college. 
Is that a right move or a wrong move? Mm. Depending. I mean, and that's really depending, man. I mean, my opinion, that's tough, man. My opinion is if you know you're not going to make – like, if you know you're going to go play college hockey, but you know you're not going to try to, like – I don't know, man, because look who we just had on last last episode, and he played ACHA, and then he wants to play pro. So it's – But if you, know, man, years, if you have two years of junior hockey – if two you have years, two years, but like you're not ready for the academic part yet. Stay in juniors, but if it's something you're really pursuing for academics as well, then go. Yeah, if you can handle it, then you got to think like you just said, talk like you have to realize you have to keep a great point average to play hockey, too. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna pass with like low grades and have like a 1.2 GPA. Like, you can get academically, academically sat. For from like you know sports, if you don't keep your GPA up, so I don't know, man. If you're not ready for it, I agree with that. I say, you know, I would say stay another year or two in juniors until you're fully mature enough to take on college. Like prime example, okay? I'll use myself as an example. So I'm 24 years old, but I'm just starting to go back to college. And when I was 18, I was in the military. I was playing hockey. It was one of those things that. I was extremely busy with everything and I was trying to take on school. And when I went to college, my grades were absolute dog shit. And it was one of those things that I couldn't handle. So I cut out school until I was mature enough. I focused on the military. I focused on working. I focused on playing hockey, three things all at once. And then on top of that, it was one of those things that now that I'm out of the military, now that I'm done playing hockey, and now that I'm just working, I can go back to school. And because now I'm mature enough to take it on. So that's another example where, like, until you're mature enough to take something on, don't take it on. That, that, that's all I got to say. Oh, I agree, man. Totally. I, I got one more question. Mm-hmm. And is everybody here? What's up? I am there. Awesome talk. Big poppy. Nash, a power forward or a sniper? Oh. Are you? Oh, dude, I remember that shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Vermont power all over forward. again. In his prime power forward. No way. No way. Um, like, what's, your, what's your opinion? We already got this take. You got to think about it. It's like... He played what, fifteen seasons? Mm, somewhere. He, but he got drafted in what twenty or two thousand two. So yeah, about fifteen seasons. So in as was he? I think he's a left winger. So yeah. So he's a left winger. He got drafted two thousand two. He played fifteen seasons. Um, I would personally think that not necessarily as a forward, but I would say he's a sniper to an extent. I would definitely think he's a sniper, but. I don't know. It's kind of one of the things. He's also has a, what? Isn't his brother James Neal too? Or oh, wow, sibling. He's sibling. I'm sorry. Sibling is James Neal. I didn't know that. Or I'm sorry, Nash. Sorry, I'm looking up his stats right now. Seven point nine US dollars. Yeah. What? You, would you compare him to John McClure? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay, then John McClure is a power forward. Fuck no. Dude, that guy, fucking Rick Nash, is fine. Was probably the hardest guy 
to defend driving in that for sure. No yeah, he's six four. Exactly, he's fucking massive. He uses body so well to get to the net. But think about it, man. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Wait, hold on. Time the fuck out. What did you just say? Said he uses body to get to the net so well. Oh, fucking weird. We're not talking about me. We're talking about fucking Rick Nash. Time out. Time out. Can can we just can we just say something, right? He's played 15 seasons, right? In 15 seasons, he has 1,060 games played, 437 goals, 368 assists, 805 points. He's a minus 11 rating, okay? He's a first-round, first-pick overall in 2002 with a minus 11 rating. Just saying, Jack, you, just, you don't really have a huge expectation to live up to, apparently. You, you can go minus 11, still be number one overall after 15 fucking seasons. So, that just kills me. How do you go minus 11 rating? I mean, plus minus, I feel like it's kind of an overrated stat. It is, but at the same time, it's like, before you make it to the NHL and stuff like that, that's literally what a lot of people look at. No, yeah, I get, like, I feel like if you have an, like, a crazy rating, like, if you're, like, a minus, like, 39 or, like, a plus, like, 25, then I feel like it should be used. If you're, like, a minus 11 or a plus 3 or some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's not... I, I feel like that's more like, like for example, the year that Ovi, I think it was like 2013 or something. He had like 55 goals or something like that, but was yeah. like minus 39. You're just like, dude, how do you lead the league in goals and like pretty much lead the league as a minus player? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So it's- like when it's it's something outrageous like that, I feel like it should be used because it's just like you're playing no fucking defense. Like, Guy, no. he was a minus 35 in 2003, 2004 with Columbus, and. He was like that's fucking that's retarded like, with forty one goals. Yeah, like, that like, that's a crazy that's a crazy stat. Like, that's, like, that's what is that? Almost like for every goal you score, you're giving up. You're on the ice for giving one up. Like, yeah, yeah. His, that's crazy. His, his uh. His shortest season has been this past year with Boston, and actually, I lie. He actually had uh seventy one games played. So that's my fault. I he got traded. Um, from New York to Boston, he has 60 games with New York Rangers from 2017 to 18, and then when he went to play for Boston, he's got 11. But even still, when he played the 60 games for New York in 2017-18, he only had 18 goals, 10 assists, 28 points out of 60 games. And again, you're supposed to be, don't get me wrong, this fight age getting into it, and he's probably also kind of, that prime is out of out of the question now. You're so, 100% washed up. I wouldn't say necessarily washed up. He still has talent, but I don't think he's good enough to be NHL material anymore. I hate to say that. Like, I, I truly hate to say that. But you need to also give room to players that are coming up into your farm system that no, yeah, talent. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think like, he's, like semi-retired now. Like, yeah, I think he's too. Yeah. I don't think he's going to come back next year. But at the same time, who knows? Look at Yager. Everyone thought he was going to fucking retire after how many years back to back to back. And yeah, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to come back by another one. I'm fucking bored. So, like, yeah. Definitely. But. Definitely. I feel like when he was in Columbus and in his prime, he was definitely power forward. Columbus. But, hold on. Time out. Columbus, right? He played Columbus. Jesus, he played until 2012 for them. 
goals 41 17 31 27 38 40 33 yeah i mean but same time you're gonna i don't know man like i haven't really followed rick nash enough to really say like what he is i can't really tell you if he's like a power forward or a sniper like from what i can see every time that i watch him play all of his goals that every single time i watch him were nips like and don't get me wrong a couple of them were scummy goals just sitting from the net pucks bounce down so you sit in the right spot you just tap it in but I don't know, man. That's a really good topic. Like, but I feel like you could be a power forward and not score ugly goals. Like, I feel like they're not – like, you, you can do both. Like, okay, let me you ask you a question. Nice let me forward. ask you a question. Yeah. Did Scott Hartnell score pretty goals or dirty goals? Dirty. No, but, like, Scott Hartnell was a power forward. I'm not debating that. Yeah, he's a power forward. Rick Nash was a sniper. He sniped goals. No, Rick Nash is a power forward just with exponentially more skill than Scott Hartnell. You guys are really just fight and figure it out after that. He's on that fucking Darren, Danny Harrell fucking shit. Oh, God. Uh, like, you can be a power forward with skill. Like, it's not illegal. Nobody's Great. saying it's illegal. So, like, you're naming power forwards to score ugly goals, but, like, there are power forwards that score nice goals. Uh-oh. Joe Thornton's healthy, baby, for first round. Joe Thornton's ready. He's going to fucking give me the perfect bracket, I'm telling you. He's going to put his team on his back and fucking give me all the way to the second round, and then they're going to lose for me and fucking Winnipeg going on. Patrick yeah, Lyon, Winnipeg What's that? I got Winnipeg going for the West. For the, for Fuck yeah, round. baby. My boy's going to hate me for saying Nashville's losing in round one or round two, but I hope they do. Yeah, I got the rematch. I got the Winnipeg-Nashville rematch and Winnipeg winning. Yeah, dude, Ugh, man, I guarantee you a lot of people are like, why the fuck do you have Nashville losing against Winnipeg? Well, it's because, dude, Winnipeg deserves it. Like, their fans are so fucking, like, insane. Every time I watch one of their games for their whiteouts, it's insane, bro. They they do such a good job there. It is so but, I love Winnipeg, dude. Um, real quick, before we end everything, um, Matt Murray versus Robin Leonard. What do you guys think about that? Do you think Leonard's going to get a hothead real quick and kind of get him himself out of the game to get quick goals? Or do you think Murray's going to get out of his head? Because if you think about it, he also just recently lost his father. I know that doesn't really have a lot of play with it. I know it was last season and whatnot, but it's still you got to think about it. Like, you lose someone in your family, especially someone as close to your dad, like, that's still going to be with you for a while, especially going into playoffs. Like, he's playing for something. So I just wonder if they get a couple quick goals against Leonard, if that's going to throw them, you know, kind of out. What do you guys I mean, think? I'm not a Pens fan, but, I mean, there's something about playoff memory. That guy is he's nasty in the playoffs. Think about it, man. You guys have luck with goaltending, though. Like, you guys had Flower before him. Sick fucking no, goaltender. I mean, like, here's the thing that irritates me about Flower. Like, people act like 2012 to, like, 2015 didn't happen in the playoffs. So, like, I get it. We loved him, but like, let, you guys remember that Flyer series in 2012 where he couldn't stop a goddamn beach ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even that, like shit like that didn't happen, and that happened for like three straight years. Like, I remember him going to a sports therapist because he couldn't figure it out in the playoffs. But think about it too. It's like look how many cups he brought you to. Not him, but as a team, like you guys were really solid. And then like the only real chance we had was against uh, what was that our 2010 run. With the Flyers, yeah. Oh, we had Kimo. So it's like, and Chris Progner, Mike Frazier, Jeff Carter, like, that was the team to do it. Fucking uh, Michael Layton was in net, correct? Hey, all I got to say in that is Simone Gagne. Fucking fuck you, Boston. 
Oh, man. Simone gone. Yeah, yeah, Boston, you can fucking sit on it and spin. That's all I got to say for that one. But, hey, boys, I'll tell you what. Um, I got nothing else right now. Do you guys have anything else to say? No, I'm good, man. Is King King you alive or are you dead still? All right, we're in. Good talk. Good Let's talk. talk. Let's go. All right, boys. Hey, well, we appreciate everyone listening to us again. Um, before we leave, we just want to talk about a couple of our sponsors. So real quick, uh, Bear Beards is one of our sponsors. What well, we talk about on them every podcast. If you guys need any bear, uh, beard essentials such as bombs, oils, if you need any type of combs, uh, they also have T-shirts, um, and they also have chapsticks. So if you guys go to Etsy.com and type in B-A-R-E, Beards, and then use our, our promo code GOM. 10 you'll get 10 percent off your entire order so go to either facebook to give them a look and give them a review but if you want to order anything go to etsy etsy.com and then type in bear beards and also um i also want to talk about goodwood hockey real quick so goodwood hockey is a small uh clothing company ran by kelly um she's also partnered up with john shavu but each season, Goodwood Hockey uh, features a specific design design that benefits charity, and this season, it's water. So every single time you purchase the T-shirt, um, Live Love Hockey, a donation will be made to its charity. And what that does is it provides um, clean water globally, and I think that's absolutely awesome that they do something like that. So if you guys go to goodwoodhockey.com, give them a look, and then go to any of the women's tees or the little girls' T-shirts that says Live Love Hockey, and make a small uh, donation to that. So, anything else, TJ, for Monster? Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to Monster Hockey Sticks. Uh, great stick. I use it a couple times. Very light. It's, it's the same equivalent as the CCM and Bauer. Go check them out at Monster Sticks on the Internet. And go check them out at Monster Sticks, at Monster Sticks on Instagram. And I just want to let you guys know that next week, uh, Mike and I will be going live on YouTube. So that's big news for us. Yes. And um, also another thing I want to talk about, too, is I will be flying down to Georgia. And then I will probably be in Miami getting rowdy with my one buddy. Um, So it's one of those things that I'm going to be – I talked to TJ. No matter what, he asked me if we're going to do a podcast. No matter what, I got to do it for you guys. So when I'm down there, we're going to figure out a way to do a live podcast while I'm either on the beach in Miami, drink little margaritas, you know. But uh, either way, we appreciate everyone that tunes in and listens to us. We hope we gave you guys nothing but good content. If you guys have any suggestions or questions and, you know, questions that you like answered, go to Dusty Dimes 1256. Um, that's our Instagram page. And then just direct message us anything. So. Again, we appreciate you guys that tune in and stay tuned for our next episode. Stay dusty, everyone. Stay dusty.